there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Volume. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Garage Podcast. I'm Kyle Hamilton along with AJ Wallace on Radigan. Cam Hart. Today we got our, our very own Baltimore Raven, Tony Jefferson. Um, you're in Cali right now, right? San Diego, California, my guy. <laughs> uh, pretty mid city. Um, just what oh. I've heard. Just from oh. what I've heard. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't you live in bro? I just know you from Cali the way you just said, my guy. <laughs> my guy. <laughs> but no, I appreciate you coming on, TJ. So obviously we got some downtime right now. What you been doing? Honestly, bro, I've just been training. Working, working out on a couple places on the weekends, but for the most part, I've just been trying to get the body right, getting prepped for this training camp. Honestly, you know, being with the family, you know, life's good, bro. Life's good. Are you, you from San Diego? Yeah, yeah, born and raised. Like you said, get ready for camp. What's because obviously it's my first NFL camp. What's NFL training camp like compared to like college football, in your opinion? Or just Baltimore, oh, the Raven, like the Ravens training camp, or like regular. Because uh, Ra- let's, let's go Ravens training camp. Our our training camp is like uh, I feel like it's not like many other training camps. We go ham basically. Like yeah, we we really get after it. The weather doesn't make it any better. It's really it's really a tough camp. But um, but at the end of the day, after being in it so long, and then missing it last year, I'm kind of looking looking forward to it. I always found out, like, the harder the camps during training camp, the closer the teams are. Mm. The team is, like, during the season. Because, you know, everybody literally has to go through that grind together. Just like any camp. You get tired of seeing every, the same people every day, being around the same dudes every day. I think it brings us closer at the end of the day. So I'm looking forward to it. Hey, why do you think the Ravens do it a little differently or go a little harder? For the most part, I think the mindset, just not with the not with the players, but, like, with everyone in the building from the top down, I feel like the mindset is different. Like we we train hard, we work hard, and we reap the benefits of it. And I think that's the way that's the reason the organization is the way it is. 
um, primarily because, you know, we work. And it's it's not just the players. It's upstairs. Their their mental is kind of the same way. They kind of, if you, if you look in our weight room, then Kyle can tell you we got a bunch of our coaches, front office guys. They're all working out, come in at six a.m. do their workout. So it's kind of like a a whole organizational thing. I feel like, and um, I feel like keeping that type of like mindset is going to um, continue to help them be uh, the organization they are. For sure. I was uh, AJ, he can't hear you, bro. Oh, yeah, Cage can't hear you. Can't hear you, dog. He's <laughs> <laughs> tripping, bro. He's not going to save your your fro, bro. <laughs> 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 Just take it off, Mike. <laughs> bro, can y'all hear me now, though? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what that was. First of all, the hoodie's staying on. Uh, how long is training camp for y'all? So I know for us it lasts a month in college, but I mean, how long does NFL training camp last? Well, NFL training camp, like, so when we first get there, everybody has some going to the hotel. We stay in the hotels, I believe, after like two and a half weeks. The coach lets the coach lets the vets go back home. But now there's only three preseason games, so so it's, I would say it's roughly around maybe. Six weeks. We start July 26th and then first game September 11th. So the cuts will be September 4th. So July 26th through September 4th really is going to be the full duration of training camp. When do the rookies get to go home? Do you know Kyle or you have no idea? The rookies, they don't, they can't go back to their house until after the last preseason game. So, ooh. Yeah, that's news to me. So yeah, be thugging yeah. it out in the Marriott. Hey, hey, bring your Ethernet cord, bro. The Wi-Fi is ass. Oh yeah, for sure. I did. My roommates already know. I got the hundred foot Ethernet that ran through the whole house. I had to tape it on the walls so I could play my game. So, like you said, from San Diego, went to OU, went to Oklahoma. Talk about that experience. You left in three. Just share like how the experience it was. I know y'all played Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame beat y'all, right? Yeah. It was a smooth little night game. You know, <laughs> y'all had y'all had your quarterback number five. I forgot his name, little Everson. Every Golson? Everett. Yeah, yeah. Ever Ever Golson. Yeah. He tried to run a QB draw. Smack that boy. <laughs> he laid, he laid <laughs> on the ground. He laid on the ground for like two minutes. No, he, but he came back in the game for respect. <laughs> I went to Oklahoma, bro. I'm from San Diego, so that was kind of like a culture shock to me once I got there. Yeah, why did you decide to go to OU? Well, bro, it was so hard for me to, like, pick a school and, like, stick with it. Like, I committed to, like, six different schools in high school. <laughs> yeah, what? They kept lying to me, bro. Every life sounded good. I was like, all right, I'm going to commit. Well, first off, like, after my freshman year, my very first amp, uh, offer was from Stanford. It was from Harbaugh's brother. So I committed right on the spot. Like, yep, I'm coming here. So then, like, I think it was the following year, they they had asked me to, like, retake my SATs or something. So I was like, yeah, bro, it's out. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's for sure not happening. <laughs> like, that's dead. After that, I ended up committing to uh, UCLA. You know, that was up the street. My boy, yeah, I went there. So I was going to UCLA all the time. From there, I committed to USC. 
So this is actually a funny story. When I was at, I was committed to UCLA at the time. And then I took an unofficial visit to USC while they were playing UCLA. And I, oh, you're tripping. Bro, I was on, I was, I was, I was straight minutes, bro. I'm on the side, I'm on the sideline of USC, like there are warmups and all the players. I, like I said, I have been going up to UCLA like almost every other weekend, like hanging with the players and stuff. And they saw me on the sideline. They like all like cursed, they're cussing me out, like doing, talking about all this mess. So then I'm on the USC side and they're like, man, F them, man. That's why you're not going there. They're moving. I'm like, yeah. So I committed to USC. <laughs> <laughs> so I committed to SC, man. I'm like, yeah, these are my brothers. <laughs> Last was Urban Meyer at Florida. He almost, he almost got me, bro. He was telling me that I was going to be the starting running back because I played running back at this time. I like verbally committed there. And then he ended up getting sick or whatever happened with him in Florida. Something happened. I ended up committing to Oklahoma just because I needed to go somewhere where the coaching was, like, stable. Because when I was at the Army All-American game, Pete Carroll got in trouble with his thing. Mm. I think it was a Reggie Bush thing. So yeah. I just committed to Oklahoma where I was like, whatever. Like, I took a visit to Oklahoma. And I had like the worst visit like I could possibly ever have. Like my my host just left me at a party by myself. Like in the hood. <laughs> I was sick. Oh, bro. Bro, yeah. that actually happened to me, bro. Bro, he like left, left me, bro. And then he and then he then he took the money. You know, they they give you a little recruit money. Yeah. <laughs> like my man, like my man's bag that didn't give me no food or nothing. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'm never going back here. But bro, so you was Thinking about going to what six schools in one year, bro. It was like picking. It was like picking a prom dress, like for. <laughs> well, not for me, but <laughs> you know the reference. I didn't know you played running back too. All right, so you in the B gap, U.S. safety. You a running back? Who wins? Me against me. You against you. You against Kyle. You against one Kyle. yard line. Oh, yeah, Kyle knows it's a wrap. Dude, oh, Kyle, no, stop yeah. that. Stop that. Stop that. Stop, 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 Bro, Kyle, stop, bro. Bro, you should <laughs> see my practice if he's like randomly like doing routes. I'm like, bro, stop. You're not <laughs> like he played DB. No, I play receiver. <laughs> I don't even play DB. I play receiver. <laughs> you spoke about like how hard uh Oklahoma was coming in. At what point in time did it like click for you? Because you left after three. So was it your freshman year or your sophomore year? My freshman year. Like, the football part wasn't hard. It was, like, the workouts. Like, I guess I just wasn't, like, that in tune with, like, how hard workouts would be. Mm-hmm. But, like, when the, when the pass came on, like, in the spring and, like, in the spring game and stuff, like, I was balling out. So, I, I ended up starting, like, my freshman year. I got oh, a freshman All-American. It wasn't, it wasn't like, the the football part. It was just, like, the other going to class and going, like, waking up at 5 a.m., being on the track, then going to class. You would have hated Notre Dame. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. You would have hated Notre Dame. Brian Pullian recruited me heavy out of Notre oh, Dame. Oh, wait. He said, right? Yeah. Right. He, no. he, wanted, he wanted me there bad. Just like Stanford. They brought up the SATs, bro. And I'm telling you, like, <laughs> once, like once they brought that up, bro, it was a wrap, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was not doing that. I was not redoing my SATs, bro. So, obviously, you had a great career at OU and decided to leave early. Going to the draft, went undrafted. I know that wasn't what you thought was going to happen going into it. Just talk about like your whole mental throughout that process. Like, 
even making the decision to come out, like how it was received, all that stuff? I had a pretty pretty solid career. Um, my first years, I, I, I didn't play safety at all. I played uh, nickel and like that out that backer role. So I didn't I didn't move to safety till my last year. I came out early because they you know they do the little meeting and they tell you what your grade like what grade mm-hmm. they give you. I had a second round grade, second or third round grade, and at that point, bro, I felt like I had did what I was supposed to do like on the football field uh, for the next level. I took my chance and I went to the I went to the draft. Stoops wasn't too like happy about the decision that I had made, but I already had made up my mind. That's all. What I was gonna do? I went in the eighth round. I was eighth round first pick. You feel me? <laughs> when I was training for the draft, I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I thought I had it in the bag. I think if I could go back, I wouldn't have trained in Hollywood, in LA. You like, wouldn't have, or you would have. I wouldn't have. Like, uh, just, would explain that. Uh, like, would you? Yeah, I, was, I, I was training in Hollywood, bro. Like, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. And I, <laughs> and I, and I had just, I had just turned 21, like oh, that. No. So, bro, I was I was outside, bro. Like, <laughs> first time in LA, having a little cash in my pocket. Like, I don't think, you know, I don't think I was as focused as as I should have been. Two days before my the combine, I like strained my hammy. You know me, I'm I'm competitive. I'm like, f it, I'm gonna just go. I'm a I'm gonna compete anyway. I go. Run a forty, run a, run slow as hell. But bro, can y'all answer this? Maybe y'all can answer because I still haven't got this answer. So, like my first unofficial run was four six two. Second unofficial run was four six four. How the hell do they come up with the official time of four point seven five, bro? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it was weird this year too because like the officials would go up and then the officials would go down, like because that's hand start. Like it's a yeah, dude thing right there, hand like, starting it. So like, what's the official time coming from? There's no way that like you could like even if they're talking about my unofficial was hand time. There's no way it's what like the hand time is that way off from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I still understand how that happened, but I had to run a four seven five, and then my first drills I did with the DB, I popped my hamstring. I didn't really have no numbers besides my four point seven five and and my tape. So. Teams, teams felt like I didn't fit the prototypical sizes of safety, and they probably they felt like I was slow. So I went undrafted, signed with AZ, and just went on from there. I was playing at AZ with uh, Matthew. Was that pretty cool? Like, oh, what, yeah. what, what was he like as, as a teammate? He's probably one of the, the better leaders I've been around. Um, he, he can motivate you. I was kind of like thrown into the fire as a, as a rookie because – especially as an undrafted rookie, like mm-hmm. when you're undrafted, like they're not accounting for you to like make the team. So like you're there to one, be a camp body because they need bodies so that their starters and the guys that they know they're going to make the team can have some rest. And two, you're just a cheaper option for them, like towards the tail end of the roster. And I still kind of had a hamstring like issue like the first couple of weeks. So we had our rookie mini camp. I think I did okay. Nothing like flashy. And then um, once uh, training camp came around, like, I don't know what was going on, but like I was on the scout team and I'll go against like our ones against Carson Palmer and like Larry Fitzgerald. I was just catching like everything, like from the center field, I was just picking yeah. everything off. So they started giving me more reps. And uh, it was unfortunate because one of the older guys that got injured. And so this was the, our third, pre- uh, third preseason game. And I got two picks. I got the game winning interception. That game really like solidified my spot on the, on the roster during those years. We, 
we were called like no flies on our thing or some savage or some some name but mm. uh we were we were fired i was able to like watch them what's big for me is like people's mindsets like when they're playing like mm. where's their mind at like how do they react to things not just football wise but like what's their attitude i got to build off of their energy um they taught me a lot just from a, uh, the standpoint of like covering because when i got into the league i wasn't really that big of a cover guy but like they took the time out of their day uh, after practice to help me with techniques and stuff. So y'all was called like no fly zone, but y'all was in the same. And we kind of talked about about this a little bit. Like y'all are in the same division as the Seahawks, right? Was that when they were like coming up with like Legion of Boom and all that stuff at the same time? Yeah. When I came in there, the Legion of Boom was like, they were in their prime. Like they were mm. where they were supposed to be at. Earl, Cam, Sherm, they were on point like every time. Like we played them and, um, you know, we, we had our battles. I, I just remember like our thing was like, we're never really too worried about them. We were more worried about ourselves because we were pretty fly too. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we wasn't really tripping off what they had going on. Would you say the biggest difference um, coming in as an undrafted free agent to being a vet on the Ravens now? What do you, what do you think the biggest difference is mindset wise? how you approach coming into a season? For the most part, being undrafted, like, you really had to, like, earn your reps. As a vet, especially with me being on the Ravens, I've been there for a while. I feel like they know what they're going to get out of me. It's just a matter of, like, showing, like, my movements and that type of stuff. So, like, like everything is about, like, keeping your body fresh, keeping, you, like, everything, like, intact diet. Because, like, when you're, when you're a rookie and you're young, like, you can get away with that stuff. Like I used to, I ain't gonna lie. When I was in AZ, when I was a rookie, I used to, I was wilding because I wasn't starting. I was special teams, but I was out in Scott. I was on ASU's campus. Like I went there, bro. Like <laughs> I was on Mill Ave. Like bro, they're like, bro, don't you play for the Cardinals? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm only 21 though, so it's good. <laughs> <laughs> so like, bro, I could go out and I can do all that, and I could wake up at six, seven in the morning and go run and sprint and do all that like now i can't do that i know i need my proper rest i know i gotta like diet correctly or i'm gonna get fat like stuff like that this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge is he connecting to complimentary wi-fi oh my look at that he is and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Me being on the Ravens, I kind of get a glimpse of what it's like and how different it can be around the league, just in terms of how teams are operating, like how day-to-day schedule is. And like, you obviously know that, like you've been been with San Fran, been with AZ, been with Baltimore. What would you say is like one thing that's consistent with all three teams? And then like one thing that is consistently different with every team you've been on? I can't really speak too much about San Fran because like I was only there for like a few months, mm. but... What I do know is, like, Shanahan, great coach, um, one of the smartest, like, offensive, like, gurus that I've got to, like, go against. I just remember being in training camp, like, and I'm trying to fi- – I'm going home. I'm trying to figure out this dude's offense, like, just by tendencies and stuff. And, like, he just does so many, like, crazy, like, same tendency but total different play. So, mm-hmm. like, I really respected him, um, you know, the aspect of, like, being a play caller. When I was in San Fran, I got, like, that Cali feel. Like, things were just, like, a little laid back. Practice was more about – it was more mental practices than physical practices. Um, It was more about keeping guys fresh. And, like, in Baltimore, it's it was more like we're going to put our hard caps on we're going to go to work. It's more family-oriented in Baltimore. You're more kind of free to be who you are. Like Harbaugh says, you're allowed to just, like, let your your personality shine. You know what I mean? So – um, it's not like that everywhere. And AZ, I was I felt like I was walking on eggshells every day. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that came with the uncertainty of like me being on the roster just because I was undrafted, but it wasn't very like family oriented. Like I you're not just like bringing your kids in when when you want. There's no like daycare on Saturday. It wasn't like how it is in Baltimore. Like it was more like business, business structure. I felt like I was walking on eggshells every year I was in that. Oh, in oh God. I never felt safe. I, did, I, I never felt like they truly respected what I had done on the football field while I was there, even even up until my last year, because what they what they had offered me when I was – because at that time I was the number – I was like the number one or two safety in the league at that time when I came out my payday, which was t- after my 2016 year. I still felt like they didn't like appreciate my talents mm. when I was there. It was just so much uncertainty on like where I was going to be at. How'd you deal with that? Like, cause obviously you got to go home every night and come back to facility, like going into free agency. Also, did you know, like, all right, I need to go somewhere where I know I'm wanted. I know I'm needed, like appreciated. I can't lie. It was tough. Like in the league, like everything is like a weekly basis thing. So you can have a great game week two. And then if week three, your average, and then week four, you play bad. Week five, your average. Week six, you play bad. Week seven, you play like if you're constantly like just not like putting out like consistent good tape, it's gonna mess with you mentally. Mm-hmm. And like for my first couple of years in AZ, like my tape was just like average and good. Like I had splash plays here and there, but like I never really had the opportunity because I wasn't a full starter. So it was like I wasn't truly getting my opportunity until my last year. 
So like coming home week to week and I'm like, dang, I don't even know if they like want me here. Like they just signed another safety. They're probably bringing them in to replace me. Like I've had those conversations so many times. So that just added a lot of stress, but I have my son and then I just had a, I just have a great support system. I feel like for my family, when things like were seeming dark, like in certain situations, they were always there. So not to get mushy, but family, <laughs> like the family did kind of like keep me up upheld like during like certain situations going to a place that you knew because like you said baltimore is family oriented and like you signed a contract with them did some of that play into it like coming from az where like it felt a little like kind of cold at times somewhere that's more yeah. warmer yeah so like the consensus around the league i think everybody knows this when once you like if you're getting paid like obviously you're gonna get treated differently than like undrafted or a guy who's gonna pay like bet minimum my agent had told me, like, you're going to get a lot of money. So we had a bunch of teams, like, pin us up, and we're trying to figure it out. But what stood out to me was, obviously, my boy Eric Weddle had hit me up. You know, I've ran into him a couple times. I know a lot about him because he played for the San Diego Chargers, so he's kind of like a legend out here. I just had great conversations with him. And, like, throughout the whole free agency process, like, I feel like the Ravens was, like, kind of the only team that just did everything like correctly and like that kind of mattered to me i just felt like they really wanted me and um it kind of made the decision kind of easy just because i play defense and you just think about the history of the ravens defense and like being a part of that it kind of made that decision easy for me what about kyle, kyle i don't hear the inside scoop on uh pretend kyle's not here you know <laughs> what's the inside scoop on kyle's a teammate he is weird as is we know not, yeah he's he's a little goofball you know he'd be trying to like hide it but i see right <laughs> I, see, I see i see right through he's he's a troll like me bro we get it yes. but um he's cool he's cool i mean on the field you know from the time we've been on the field together like it's been straight a couple times i've been wanting him to shut up because he called the wrong call so a couple times bro i'm like yo like i got i got this bro <laughs> if you're, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be saying Lee and it's Rob, my guy, like shut up. <laughs> nice. It's definitely been like two or three times where it was no post. And that was that was definitely on me. <laughs> We've had no post, bro. No. <laughs> but, yeah, nah, yeah, nah, it's straight. That I mean, for a rookie and our defense, it's not that easy. And I feel like Kyle's done a good job picking it up. Um, you know. He's, there was like one day, I don't know if like him and his girlfriend were like arguing or whatever, but he like came in, he was like acting all sad, like, like, bro, are you okay? What the fuck? <laughs> but, but I called him out on it and it hasn't happened since. So we're good. I mean, but him like as a teammate, like just like off the field and stuff, like he's solid, but he's, he's lightweight, disrespectful. I asked him to like, do me a favor. I said, uh, can you go yes. pick me up? Some, I said, can you go pick me up something, bro? He's like, oh, yeah, for sure. I was like, yeah, I'll reimburse you like when you get it. Before he left, I was like, oh, yeah, bro, can you please give me a, a case for the iPad? And I'm like, he's like, oh, yeah, for sure, bro. I got you. So he like brings it in the next day. I'm like, bro, where's the case at, bro? And he's like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> uh, you couldn't yeah, remember to get a case, God. bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> like, what? Oh, I was like, hey. 
it was a lot going on. Like I was just so locked in with that playbook at the time. Like it was just it was, <laughs> it was, it was, too, <laughs> it was too much going on in my head. <laughs> I told you I didn't get it for you though. You nah, said, I don't nah, want it, cool. bro. It's, That's on me. That's on me. Yeah. I won't forget next time though. It's, mm. all, it's all good, bro. As a vet for like a younger DB coming in, do you usually like assume like the big brother role or do you just let him figure out it on his own and then help him out once he makes the mistakes that you have made or know that he's going to make? I like to let the rookies like settle in themselves mm-hmm. first, like get used to it. And then when you say the big brother role, like I view everybody on my team as like a brother. Yeah. So like whether you're older, younger, like I treat everybody the same. Just mm-hmm. like I don't be trying to like bully or like, you know, be negative. I'm not I'm not a negative person. So like everybody that's in the locker room is like free game. You're getting roasted or, or like we're just going to we're going to have some fun or whatever. When I see something, obviously, from a rookie, I'm going to say something, whether, you know, whether it's on the field or off the field. But other than that, once we're on the team together, like I just view everybody as like family. TJ, outside the garage is like this little segment that we have where people send in questions like fun stuff or whatever. Did you just check yourself out? Yeah. Well, I was making sure. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like, people send in questions or whatever. It's, like, fun stuff. And you just give your opinion or your answer to it. This week's questions comes from John Paul Lewis. It says, you get to pick any song to become America's new national anthem. What song are you picking? Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to have to go with uh, In a Minute by Lil Baby. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> As a national anthem? Bro, are you asking me or like, do you want yeah, to? No, 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 my fault, my fault. Right, my fault. Him, like, you, <laughs> <laughs> bro, <laughs> what I had to say, man. All right, but I respect it. I respect it. Cam, mm, I'm gonna have to go with the Empire State of Mind by Jay Z. Respect that. Mm. Ooh, that's a good choice. Uh, I was gonna say Sweater Weather. Uh, mm. Mm. Just because I, like I love to hear it all the time. All right, you're not gonna just say like everybody's <laughs> choice, but mine, bro. <laughs> Well, yours was just like hella random. Like Cam's like New York related, like Empire State of Mind. Like Connor's a classic. Like in a minute, came out like, two months I didn't know ago. I didn't, like you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't you know. gotta come a little harder than that. Uh, you gassed it. You gassed it. You gassed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's beat up. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Daddy's birthday, young thug. Okay, right, respect. Okay. See why so? I'm gonna go party in the USA, Miley Cyrus. That's why the banger. The banger. Why are you laughing, oh, bro? bro? <laughs> why are you Chill, <laughs> bro. You want that, that to be the na- you would want that to be the national anthem, bro? I never heard that song and been like, dang, I don't really want to hear this. <laughs> it's a rap, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, rapid questions. I'm just gonna rally off like a 25 or so questions. You just answer them as fast as you can, okay? Whatever first thing comes to mind. Yes, All right. Ed Reed or Troy Palomalu? Ed. Country or city? City. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes, my guy. Two picks or game saving interception? Games. It's gotta be game, bro. Midwest or West Coast? All right, we already know that. Come on, yeah. bro. <laughs> Home or away games as a player or coach? As a player? Uh, home games as a coach away game cake or ice cream ice cream favorite pizza topping pepperoni would you rather have Calvin Johnson or Randy Moss on your team Calvin Johnson beach or lake beach would you rather cover Ocho Cinco or T.O. for a whole game 
to y'all. Favorite Halloween costume as a kid? My parents don't let me sell, dress up or celebrate Halloween, bro. But... What? <laughs> bro, stop, stop before Pops get mad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm just leave it at that. Uh, big year, Tupac. Tupac. <laughs> Last thing you cook. I don't cook, bro. All right. <laughs> Rather have a lizard or snake? Uh, I don't mess with snakes like that. Lizard. Favorite holiday? Favorite holiday is uh, Christmas. FaceTime or text? Text, please. That's, I appreciate that because I FaceTimed you the other day. <laughs> uh, I'll just text you next time. My fault. Yes, Breakfast or dinner? Breakfast. Favorite spot on OU's campus? Uh, Pickleman's Pizza. Chicken or steak? Steak. Favorite restaurant in Baltimore? Jimmy Seafood. What you just throw up, yo? <laughs> Jimmy Seafood, bro. All right, my fault. <laughs> you the, pol- the police, Fudgy? What's going on? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get put me on to the slang. Uh, last four: Chipotle or Chick Fil A? Chick Fil A. Instagram or Twitter? Twitter. Most underrated DB in the league? Most underrated DB, Jimmy Ward. I did not put this on here. Uh, Kyle or Marlon Humphrey? I don't know what the criteria mm-hmm. is, but I'm just. Leave it up. Marlon Humphrey, you're a rookie, bro. That's, I expect that. That's I expect that. All right. I think you did well on that. Uh, I think you did well. Um, yeah, so that's it. We're going to wrap it up there. TJ, appreciate you coming on. I'll see you yeah. uh, pretty soon. Well, uh, so, hey, when out, you got bro. a report, bro? Monday. This upcoming Monday? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. No, I'm getting more work in. I'm getting that work in early. You feel me? <laughs> bro, stop, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, appreciate you coming on, bro. Uh, yeah, see sure, you soon. You appreciate you. Dope. Appreciate you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.